through 25 seasons. Hey! 4,561 episodes. I believe the Oprah Winfrey Show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world. I really never thought of it that way. The aha moments, the breakthroughs, the connections, the occasional ugly cry. I miss him so terribly. I miss him every single minute. The LOLs, the moments that mattered. The eye-opening life lessons. Never allow them to take you somewhere else. I'm bringing them back. It's time to open the vault. I've personally chosen these classic episodes to share with you again. Every single person you ever will meet shares that common desire. They want to know, do you see me? Do you hear me? Does what I say mean anything to you? You are listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you never have enough money, it's time for you to change. You want to cry the day all the bills come. It's like, oh, what did I do? Set yourself free from debt. Arena has gone from making $25,000 a year to $100,000. It's the only way to solve your money troubles. I've seen thousands and thousands of people go from not having to having. Change your life, TV. I have more money than I'll ever need. Next. I believe that we all can do better. Wherever you are in your life right now, do you believe that? You can do better. You can do better. That you can create a new vision for yourself. And one of the biggest problems that people have in their lives are economic problems. People are consumed with the idea of having more material possessions, getting more stuff, more stuff. And what keeps happening in this country is even this desire to have more stuff puts us more and more and more in debt. For those of you who live paycheck to paycheck and you, you are watching right now struggling to make ends meet, often drowning in credit card debt, to, we have got the cure. I'm telling you, this is the answer. I'm not going to lie to you. It's the answer. And it could bring you more joy than winning the lottery. That is the truth, if you just give us a chance. It's the truth. There's another way. There is another way. There is another way. And if your way hasn't worked, change your life by changing the way you think. We continue today with money expert Susie Orman because I think she, over the years, I've heard lots of people give lots of money advice. I think she's got it. The best money advice I've ever heard because she knows that it's connected to something deeper than material possessions. Her book is called The Nine Steps to Financial Freedom, and she's already sold over a million copies. And what I really do admire about her advice is that she's able to get to the root of what is really blocking you from having the money you want and deserve, because this is a big old universe. I swear to you people, it's a big old universe created to have abundance for all of us, especially those of us living in America. You can have it. The same God, the same force that causes the sun to rise every morning can get you a BMW if that's what you want. Really. It's all much bigger than that. So I'm just encouraging all of you at home to join us too as Susie begins to show us, even if you don't believe it at first, just, just, just listen, step by step, starting today and over the next several months, how you can begin to create true wealth, true wealth. Clue number one, she says, that it all starts with how you think about your money. Now, how many of you in here understand now that your thoughts create your reality? Does everybody get that? You really do get that. 
that you have the life that you have right now because of everything you thought and then said and then did. You get that? All right. So that also works with money. You have it or don't have it based upon the way you think about it. Correct, Susie? Absolutely, my dear Oprah. Yeah. And, and what else do you want to say about that? I want to say that we all have the thoughts to create far more than we all have. We all think we deserve less. We have more objects, but we have less of ourselves. As soon as we have more of ourselves, more will manifest in your lives, more than you know how to hold on to, more than you even dreamt could come your way. True. Everything you want. All I can tell you is, true. if I can do it, really, if my mom is out there, she's watching, true. if I can do it, you can do it. You don't have to be a rocket science. You just have to know who you are. If you're willing to go within, you'll never do without. Okay. Okay. Uh, before we move to the people in the audience, people don't understand that when they constantly go around talking about what they don't have, that's why I started the Gratitude Journal. When you talk about what, what you repeat gets repeated. So with the thought you're projecting all the time is, I don't have, I don't have, I wish I had, I wish I had, wish I had, you stay in the wanting. Isn't that true? That's right. There are laws of nature. There are laws. And these are the laws. What you think, be careful of what you think. That's the truth. Because what you think becomes your words. Be careful of what you say, because what you say, your words, become your actions. Be careful about what you do, because what you do, your actions, become your character in life. And be careful of your character. Watch your character, because it becomes your destiny. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, aren't we seeing this right and now? And we're seeing this, and what you think, if you think you can't, I got news for you, you never will. Mm -hmm. You'll say you never will. It's not enough to think also, and they all have to be one, Oprah. What you think, say, and do has to be one. It's not enough to think that you want financial freedom, yet tell the whole world, I can't do it, I'll never have enough. It's not enough to think and say that you want financial freedom, yet do nothing about it. What you think, say, and do has to be one, and that's what we're gonna and do here today. And what you think, say, and do becomes your experience and your reality. And your destiny. And your destiny. So if you don't have money in your life, if you can't pay the bills, if you're suffering, you are not a victim. Nobody did it to you. You did it to yourself. Okay. Think what you say and what you do becomes your reality. And that applies to money as well as it applies to all things, because in order for truth to be true, it has to apply to all things, be true for all things. Some people in our audience say that they have money fears. And let's talk about what fear means when it comes to money. Fear is what constricts you. Rather than being expansive, rather than thinking you can, fear is what tells you you can't. It restricts your thoughts, it restricts your actions, it what keeps you up late at night, three o'clock in the morning, what are you up thinking? You're thinking, I'm afraid I don't know how to pay that car payment next month, or oh right. my God, I'm already two months behind in my debts. It's the fear that makes you smaller than who you really are. Where did that fear come from? Everybody thinks it came from today. You're carrying fears with you that you learned way back when, because do you think your parents are any less afraid than you? No. Do you think their parents were any less afraid than them? No. What we've been passing down from generation to generation aren't truths of abundance, but they're fears of poverty, fears of less than rather than truths of more. Yes. 
And so you've got to begin to, to see the world as an abundant place and to believe that you really can have your heart's desire. You have to believe not only that the world is abundant, but that you are abundant, right. you deserve that abundance, and you're the one who's preventing that abundance from coming in. Because this is the truth, you attract what you believe. That's right. You attract what you believe is true for yourself in your life. And when people say, you know, because I'm just a colored girl from Mississippi, born in 1954. And, and, and uh, 1954, Mississippi was the most racist place on earth at the time. It was known for its, it was the lynching state. But what I believed, believed inside myself is that my life could be different. No matter what everybody else around me was saying, I believed that it, it could be different. And that's what we're trying to get the rest of the world to see. You become what you believe, what you think, what you say, and what you do. Susie says, you will never be rich unless you face your biggest money fears. Tell me about that. It's true, things are blocking all of us. We're all so afraid. You know what doesn't make sense? Don't you all have great jobs? Aren't you all capable? Secretaries, doctors, lawyers, teachers, mamas. You can do everything, isn't it true? But when it comes to yourself and your own money, what do you do? Nothing! Can't do it, do you? You just push it away. Why do you push your own money away? Because you're afraid. What are you afraid of is the key, because it's the fear that is keeping you from having everything that you want in your own lives. All right, this is Leslie, who is a working mom from uh, suburban Atlanta, and she makes about $39,000 a year as a manager for an insurance company, correct? And Leslie says she lives in a constant state of panic with over $21,000 in debt. Everybody thinks life is good for me, life is fine, I have it all together, I have a good job, I'm college educated, I live in a nice house, and I'm actually broke. We've had our phone disconnected, we've had our electricity turned off, and we've had our car repossessed. I owe $10,000 on my American Express card from charging trips for my son and myself, clothes, eating out. We bought a computer. People always think I have money. They don't see me when I'm crying on my way to work because it hurts. I don't want to live like this. I make good money. I should be able to enjoy it. I know that's what a lot of you all are thinking. Isn't it what a lot of you are thinking? I can feel y'all at home right now, putting a chicken in the microwave. <laughs> Feeling that. I make good money. Your husband makes good money. Why are you always struggling? Susie sat down with Leslie just a few days ago to talk about how Leslie's greatest money fears and her current money problems are linked to her past. If you had to tell me today what is your greatest fear in life, what would you say it was? Not having enough money. Not being able to send my son to college, not having a home for him to live in, and maybe not retiring with any money. What is the first memory that pops into your mind when it comes to money? My mother always had the top of the line Mercedes Benz. My dad always had the latest model of Porsche. My mother always had nice clothes. She always taught us what went with what and what season to wear it. Daddy believed that money made him who he was. And I think that is where I was, or am. The image is so important, the image of being all together, the image of having it all together. You've been in debt, out of debt, in debt. You keep doing it over and over again. Yes. You will always do it over and over again until you can make the connection of why you did it to begin with. I have started believing the image that I've been putting on for people that I'm this 
powerful woman and that everything's okay and inside I don't really believe that it's just the image that I've just been giving to people I started buying into and God, it's, just, it's like okay I get why I've been failing now it's because I bought into my image I bought into I had it all together and it's just not the case I think that's fantastic. I think that's fantastic that you had that realization. And is it just sitting down with Susie that you came to that conclusion about yes. yourself? We were sitting there talking and, and it just came from, from here. I just, I felt it, it just came out. And I said, you've been doing and saying and believing everything you've been telling everybody else and believing for everybody else. And it just, it hurt so bad that I thought, that of myself. Well, you know what's wonderful about it? I can feel this right now, that there are millions of people right now who are watching you and who see themselves in you. And by you being able to come clean with that and clarify that for yourself, they are feeling that release and that sense of relief for themselves. That You are the miracle for them today. That is the truth. That is the truth. It's not as complicated as you all think. It's not like we have to go back and recreate our lives and what didn't our mother or father do for us or what didn't happen or what did happen. It's simply knowing that sometimes one little thought, Leslie has been carrying one little memory her entire life and it's that memory that has made her act the way she's been acting with money. The same is true for each and every one of you out there. It's when you get the memory that's been holding you back from who you should become, and you can remember it. You can go, oh my God, that's why I'm doing this today, and it all makes sense. Because otherwise your money doesn't make sense to you, does it? And there's a reason why it doesn't make sense. After you recalled that memory and you connected it to your fear, how have you felt in the past two or three days, Leslie? Powerful. I have more power now, more security, more self-confidence than I haven't cried since we left each Still other. Two <laughs> seconds ago, because she just saw her memories I, I again. Oh, well, explain that to me then, because there are a lot of people who are watching her thinking, "Okay, so you had that realization, and now you're powerful." I feel more confident because uh -huh. that money doesn't make me who I am. It mm. doesn't. Not having a nice car doesn't make me a good person inside. I, there's a lot of good qualities in me that I was holding back from, and. And I just went, wow, I can do this. Because I would drive to work every day crying, just feeling I'm never going to get out of this. I can't get out of this. How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to turn this around? Mm -hmm. And I, I really believe that I'm going back home and I'm turning this around. This, I'm getting out of this. And you will. I will. And I have gotten will. out of this. Really? I have more money than I will ever need. We haven't gotten to that part yet. That comes in the later <laughs> segments. Don't give away. See, Leslie has also done more work than just the memory, which we're all going to get to do in a little bit later on in the show. So the, t tell us again why the memory is key and how do you get to that memory? Because a lot of people, I, I can tell in this audience and who are watching us at home, are, are feeling like, I don't have any memory. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember what it is I feel about money. Are some of y'all thinking that now? Yeah. yeah. I can feel it here. Okay. All right. I can feel it all my back. What memory? This section was going to give me trouble. <laughs> yeah. But really, it's not that hard. It's all of us have some thought when it comes to money. Maybe it's simply that you saw your mother paying the bills too late or something like that. But it all happens quick. You just think about it. So what questions it. can we ask ourselves to get to the memory is what so I get. So the questions can be something like, did your mother or father pay the bills on time or too late? Did you have 
good clothes or bad clothes going to the school? Did you live in a better house or a lesser house than your friends? How about the cars that you drove? How about what you've become? What did you get for Christmas or Hanukkah? Yeah. Things like that. Do you think you will have enough? That's what results from your memory, Oprah. Do you think you have enough? But memories are little things. Did your parents always give you more than they knew, that you knew they could afford to do? So it's there for you. It's quick. It can come if you just are willing to think it. What's your first memory? It could be 5, 10, 15 years of age. And the reason you to need you. to go back to that is because where, if you are stuck in debt or having difficulties with money and you're blocked, it's because of what has happened in your past. In your past. And you are carrying that with you whether you know it or not. Leslie was carrying that with her. She didn't know it until we sat down a few days ago and started talking about it. It's like, oh, that's why I want a little car like my daddy had. Oh, that's why I want clothes because my mommy always clothed me. Oh, that's why I'm clothing my little girl. Because I feel girl. like I have to keep up that's the image. Right. Okay. This is uh, Carolee and Max Dorsey from Kansas City. Now, they have four children and own their own contracting business, and together they make $50,000 a year. That's $15,000 more than the average American's household income. But like many of you, I know you're saying, well, if I made $50,000, I'd just be fine. Well, they are constantly stressed and worried about money, even with a $50,000 a year income. Our problem is instant gratification. If we want something, we buy it. We worry about paying the bill later. Even though our mortgage payment is only $365 a month, we borrowed $10,000 to help pay the bills, then we turned around and charged $3,000 worth of Christmas presents. We spent on birthdays, the 4th of July, family trips and vacations. Self-control is the issue here. We can't pay our bills, and we should be able to because we make over $50,000 a year. Our finances are so out of control that we can't sleep at night. So Susie met with Carolee and Max a few days ago to talk about how their current money problems, again, are also connected to their past. Simply recall for me a money memory. I stole a piece of candy from the grocery store, and my sister held that over my head for about, oh, it seemed like years. She had me over a penny piece of candy, and I was doing everything I could to not get caught. Is it possible that you can connect your financial situation where you are right now to the memory that you just shared a second ago? Just like the piece of candy that I wanted and I knew I couldn't have, so I stole it. There's a lot of things that I want today that I know that I can't afford, but I get them anyway. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'll know, I'll feel shame, shameful, you know, that I shouldn't have spent that money. So besides the two of you, who don't you want to be caught by? My parents. In what way? I don't want to disappoint them. Mm. And how would you disappoint them? I don't know. I think they have big expectations um, and hopes. Hopes, dreams for And us. dreams. Do you know how you're feeling right now? By any chance, did you feel that way way back then? Yes, I felt that way. I felt... Um, I feel the same way, scared that somebody's going to find out, yeah. well, afraid that I'm going to get caught. That is amazing. Mm. That is amazing. Was that amazing to you, yes, Carolee, to was. have that, that realization? It was, because it's something that I pushed back for so many years and, and ignored. 
mm -hmm. and, and realizing that that's what got me to where I am today. Yeah. Now, so if last week we had said to you the reason why you're in these money problems is because of what's happened in your past, you probably wouldn't have believed it. No. If you were just sitting at home watching this show right now, you'd say, oh, they're talking about all those other people. Right. Not, not yourself. Right, Max? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so do you see the connection now yourself? Oh, yeah. Over the last few days, the, the awakening that, that I've had and I think that we've had together because we've been working on this together has just been uh, phenomenal. All the, uh, the revelations that we have just brought us to a new truth. And I guess we'll talk about that later. I know. <laughs> yes, you know what is important? I know a lot of people are, and over the years, people say, why do we have to look back in the past? And one of the reasons is you need to clear the past because you're carrying it with you anyway, right. what people don't realize. You, you need to clear it so you can move on to have a greater future. Isn't that true? Yeah, you have to leave the luggage behind. Right. Because right. if you're running down a street with carrying two bags of luggage, I'm telling you, you're not going to run very fast. Drop them, run free, run free into your money, into what you can have versus what you can't. I wanted you to talk about how you've changed in the past couple of days. I think that we've come to the realization that we're sick and tired of living the way that we used to live with the feelings that we've had. Yesterday, a typical day in our previous life was that we wanted to know how to pay the bills, how we were going to pay for the daycare. Max says, write a check, we'll worry about it later. So I, I write a check at daycare, I go to the grocery store, I write a bad check there, and then I, I buy a bag of licorice and a pack of cigarettes, I smoke the cigarettes, I eat the licorice, I come home hoping everything's going to be okay. I don't want to live that way anymore. And so I go to the book and I get out and I read and I, I feel better. I know that this is, going, this is over. This is over, the way that we've been living. We're taking over. control back of our lives, oh. financially. Beautiful, beautiful. And spiritually. And spiritually. Absolutely. Everything's connected to spirit. This is Alan and Gail. Alan and Gail live in Colorado with their 13-year-old daughter, Megan. Even though they're considered well-off, they too are struggling to pay the bills. It's hard to believe that on a family income of $125,000, we struggle from paycheck to paycheck and have a difficult time meeting the minimum payments on $20,000 worth of credit card debt. We really have no savings. We spend our money on the finer things in life, skiing, dinners, parties, and of course our 5,000 square foot house. I don't worry about money because I have a great job and I know the income is continuously coming in. I have always been a worrier. It has always affected me physically, and I sleep very little because I worry all the time. We've been married almost 20 years, and we can't save a penny, and it's always been that way. I know, everyone's saying if they made what you made, they would have it. Aren't you thinking that? Well, if I had 125, and it doesn't. It doesn't change if you don't know how to handle it. Now, if you don't break the memory with the fear and start to go on, it doesn't matter how much you make. It's not about making more. Don't you all think if you made more money, you wouldn't have problems? Do you think that? Right? Wouldn't you like to make 125000 a year or more? Would you like to have their problems? No. It's not about making more money. It's about knowing more about the money that you already make. It's about knowing who you are. If you're not strong, when money comes into you, it will leak out. It won't want to reside in you. We have to patch up those holes within you. What are those holes? Your fears. They're eating away at everything in you. Once we patch them up with a new truth, which we're going to do in a second, the money won't leak out like it's leaking out now. It's not about making more money. It's about knowing more about what you already make.
That's why I love Susie's book, is because the principles apply to everything else in your life. Everything in your life is about getting to the truth of who you are. That's what we were sharing. That's why until you can really be your truthful, authentic self, then everything's a fake. You're just faking it and faking it and faking it and pretending to be something that you're not. It isn't the whole purpose of life, is getting to the truth. And it's not hard. It's really easy. It's so much easier than you all have any idea if you would just It's so much easier than how try. you're living right now. You got that right. Every day, as a part of our Change Your Life uh, television, we're sharing with you different ways to get in touch with who you really are, the, what I call the capital who. We're calling it remembering your spirit because I just know that all goodness comes from the spirit that is connected to the greater spirit. And I'm sharing that with you so that other people can become more connected to themselves. I know you could connect yourself every day. How do you do that? I do that by a prayer every morning when I get up and it mm -hmm. goes like this. May the sunrise of supreme bliss shimmer in every particle of the universe. So why not drink a fresh cup of joy every day and become inspired with new perceptions? Remember, love and respect must be renewed with each dawn. Wow, that's really good. Thank you for that. Uh, the past couple of days, I talked about med meditation is one form. There are as many ways to remember your spirit as there are people to remember. And I do a myriad of things. Meditation is one, uh, journaling is another. And I found that taking care of someone or something is just one of the many ways I could get connected with spirit. For me, remembering spirit is remembering what makes you feel most alive. And certainly one of the things that makes me feel most alive is walking in the woods with my dogs. We're going walking. Yeah, we are. Come on. I have 11 dogs, little people with fur. A couple of them are real dogs, but uh, six golden retrievers and the two little people with fur that live with me in Chicago, uh, Solomon and Sophie. They remember my spirit, and that's what they are, uh, uh, are responding to not to a personality, but the spirit of who I am. It's a way for me to remember what pure caring and affection really is. It's a way for me to remember that it's good to have other people depend upon you, even if they are people with fur. And Sophie always has trouble adjusting at first when we come to the farm because she has low self-esteem. Come on, Sophie, you're doing good. People would think that when the city dogs come to the country, the, the country dogs would not adjust to them, but it's really the opposite. It's the city dogs that have trouble adjusting. Solomon eats it up. He's like in dog heaven, and uh, I think misses it well, when, he's, when he's in the city because he needs room to run. Solomon, get out of there. Come on. You can bathe them. They can look really pretty. You start out, and then by the time we end the walk, they're always going to go in some pond. Pond scum. Pond scum. I have six golden retrievers that they all might look alike to you all, but I know them. I can tell from the side. I know the shape of their heads. I know the way, the way they walk. I know the way they pant. As a kid, I wasn't allowed to have dogs. My father is one of those people who believes that dogs are dogs. He doesn't know they're little people with fur and uh, wouldn't let allow dogs in the house. So um, now I've completely rebelled. I think I have enough, though. I think 11 is enough. Speaking of memories, 
Speaking of memories, this past Thanksgiving, my father was at the farm, and I have all 11 dogs in the house with a father who never allowed dogs in the house. And he got up to leave the table and came back, and Solomon was in his chair. And he says, this dog is in my chair. And I said, it's the other way around. You're sitting in his chair. I want to say thank you to Leslie and Max and Carolee and Alan and Gail and, of course, Susie Orman. Once again, Susie's book is called The Nine Steps to Financial Freedom. And what did you want to say? I was going to say, number one, thank you to all of you, but that it really can happen. There are people in this audience today, like Barbara, who have been repeating the truth. Barbara's gone from 1500 a month to how much are you making now? 9000 9000 a month. Barbara can do it. Leslie can you do it. You went from 1500 to 9000 a month? Since February? I said my truth every day. What is your truth? I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm successful in my career, and I make more than $10,000 a month. So she's getting there. Okay, so if everybody's like, what do you do? <laughs> Let me do that. It, and it's not about what you do. It's not it's about It's about what... drawing into you, drawing into you that which you believe is possible for your life. Correct? It's correct. I ask you all to remember your thoughts create your destiny. Bye -bye. Your thoughts create your destiny. Thank you. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening.